Hello and welcome back to the Inner Game Podcast where we explore the depths of the human experience to help uplevel your life. My name is Alana Carr and I'm your host Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I just dipped my face in an ice cold bowl of water and I feel alive and on it. So that is your sign to put a bowl, fill it with water and put it in the fridge and let it get cold and then dip your face in it because wow <laughs> it was so oh wow it woke me up anyways good morning good afternoon whatever time of the day it is thank you for being here thank you for tuning in um how how are you i wish we could have a conversation and talk back but for now i will just tell you how i am and maybe you can let me know how you are in the comments below i have been Good. I've been great, actually, but it's funny because some, if you were experiencing what I'm experiencing right now, some may say that they're going through, they're going through it. They're going through a depressing stage in their life. And that is kind of what has been happening to me this past month. This whole month of June, I've really been, I don't want to say isolating myself, but just getting still and quiet and not overstimulating myself by hanging out with a lot of people or um, going out much. I'm really just staying in and getting quiet. And some may say that that is a form of isolation and it can be a sad period, and that is all true. I have been feeling very deep emotions, but at the end of the day... I'm grateful for it all and it feels so liberating to kind of get to know myself more. So how have I been? I've been good, but I've been going through it and um, it's not easy, Um, but it's the best thing I can do for myself. So um, to just go a little bit more in depth on what it is that I'm actually been up to, I have been going out in nature by myself I've been getting still. I haven't been working on anything other than this podcast. Not my photography, my videography, which is a huge passion of mine. Um, I've been working. um, I've been moving my body. But everything else that I typically work towards has been put on the back burner. And I've been kind of beating myself up about it a little bit. But I've come to a realization that... If I don't have inspired action towards the things that I want to accomplish, then there's no point in me going and moving forward with it, or I'll just hit burnout. Once I get inspired action, which is inspiration on the certain passion or hobby, uh, a moment or a glimpse of an idea you could do, or a creative endeavor that you could push towards, that's an inspired action. And you should take action on that inspired action that's why it's called inspired action and I haven't felt any of that towards my uh, photography or videography and that's all right you know I think that's a part of life and we go through cycles and stages and we got to listen to what our mind and body and intuition is telling us to do and put our focus on and for me right now that is to be silent my focus needs to go on getting still and being silent And it can get aggravating in a world full of go, go, go and overstimulation um, and always feeling the need that you have to do something. 
I constantly wake up and sometimes want to disregard my morning routine because I want to immediately jump into that go, go, go mindset and okay, there's this I want to accomplish and this I want to do, like my life is in my hands, you know what I mean? My life is in my hands and and I'm going to be the one that gets me there and uh, it's hard to break away from that and just become still again, soften that voice and just get quiet. So that's what I've been doing. I've been getting quiet. In the morning, I'll go out in nature. I will sit under this tree that I love and I will just get that morning sun. Um, And the benefits to that is in episode three, a morning routine for optimized health. Go tune in and listen to that if you want to know the benefits of getting that early morning sun. But that is primarily what I do. I just sit in the sun and I get still and I get quiet and I don't put this pressure on myself to do a certain thing. I just get quiet and see where my body and mind want to take me. Typically, that's a little bit of a stretch and I will do that in the grass. That is the best way to get those grounding benefits from Mama Gaia, Mother Earth. And then I may bring a book. This morning I brought a book and just read a couple passages that I reread um, to really implement the knowledge of that book. And I just lay down and look at the tree. I allow the tree to see me and I allow myself to see the beauty of the tree and the stillness and the ease that the nature brings. There's so much that nature can teach you. And that's really what I've been um, realizing being out in nature. It really is one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself. Go out in nature and get quiet because you will, they will teach you. They meaning the plants, they're conscious beings. You know, they may speak a different language than us, but meaning, you know, not actual English or use vocabulary, but they still have wisdom and knowledge to bring to the table. You can learn so much through this world, through the lessons of nature itself. Nature works from the balances of love, harmony, peace, and easefulness. There's a lot that can be learned through that and bring within our own everyday experiences. We need to bring more ease into our life. And that is what I've been trying to do for myself and learn because I think I hit burnout. And it wasn't even burnout. I just hit a block of, all right, what do I do next? Like, I I could move forward with this. I could move forward with that. But I don't know which direction to go in. And when you feel that, that is your indication to get still, get quiet, and find the answers within nature and your own mind because you'll come to realize that you will find them. It may sound silly, but they will come. And that is what my morning routine, I guess, has been consistent of right now. But that's not, it's not just been my morning routine. It's been my whole entire day. I don't work until later at night, typically. And I will spend the majority of my day Getting quiet, I've been meditating a lot. Um, I've just been craving silence. I don't even really listen to music as much as I typically would. In the car, I put on frequencies or I put on like a sound bath, a sound bowl bath. um, And I create this meditative state 
that I enter into when I drive and that allows me to get still again. And essentially that is that is a step to what healing could look like and that is what I really want to dive into on this episode. I have been feeling the benefits. It's taken a little bit. You know, everything is repetition. But I have really been feeling the benefits of what getting still and inquiring deeper can do for yourself. And I really want people to understand this because I went in blind and most people go in blind. And I think that is what holds everyone back. You know, we feel these triggers that come up in daily situations. We feel a person or situation frustrate us or upset us. We feel the stress of life send us into a downward spiral of either not having enough money to pay for a certain thing or not having enough time to do what you actually want to do. And those stressors and those triggers are actually little gateways that you can enter in and find the deeper meaning behind them. But no one actually goes down that route because, one, it's unfamiliar, two, it's not taught, and three, it's fucking terrifying what the hell am I supposed to do with this trigger? I'm upset at someone. Cool, what do I do now? You know, you're just stuck in your mind in this state of either stress or aggravation or anxiety, paralyzed fear, insecurity, and you don't know what to do about it. Well, I can tell you that those anxiety-driven fears and feelings and insecurities and confusion are not you. They're things that were put upon you. Earth is a school, essentially. We come into this world and we learn. We learn how to survive. And through that survival process, we pick up ideas of what this world is like to live in, what I need to do, how I need to think, how I need to love to survive in this world, how I need to be. And a lot of those lessons and knowledge that we learn when we enter this school is taught from people who haven't let go of their fearful state of mind, of their insecurities. So it's like this constant cycle that the human race has been put into. By not properly addressing the deeper parts of ourselves, we then grow up holding on to those insecurities or fears, and then we teach the next generation coming in, those insecurities and fears or how to love or how to be. And we keep this human race in a cycle. When at the end of the day, our feelings are our responsibilities. Your feelings are not called your father's feelings or your friend's feelings. They're your feelings. Therefore, it is no one's fault but your own. And the minute that you take responsibility for the way that you feel, you then accept life as it is. And from that place of acceptance, you can then change how you feel. You can then learn to change the way you feel when someone upsets you. You can learn to come at it from a place of compassion or love. You can learn to change the way problems come into your life, the way stressors come into your life, and look at them as challenges or lessons that are being given to you to show you how to evolve or change. 
I think a lot of people resist change, but at the end of the day, change is the only constant in this life. And you can't run around that. So you kind of have to work with change. And that's aggravating and scary. But the minute that you accept change, you hold no more resistance to it. And you allow yourself to flow. So what's one way that you can help yourself flow? For me currently, what I have been doing to help myself flow with change with growing up is breaking down the subconscious agreements that was placed upon me on the early ages of learning what this school of life was about. Like I said earlier, earth is a school. So what were you taught between the ages of zero to seven? What were you taught? Because that is when the brain is the most fragile, meaning in its developing stages. There's this saying that I came across where it said, give me the child from ages one to seven and I will show you the man. And that just means that those early years are crucial to how you are going to go about your life. Because those early years are where you make the agreements of how to survive in this world where you create beliefs of how to love in this world, how to be in this world. So how I've been trying to get more into a flow state of stepping into my most authentic self, releasing what no longer serves me, is I am trying to find those agreements in my own mind, and I'm trying to break them down. And one of the best ways to find those agreements is to feel the trigger. When you feel a trigger in your life, meaning anxiety, insecurity, a fear, question it, get curious. Why? Uh, Maybe, for example, you have a hard time speaking. Why? I feel anxiety over my words. Why? I feel like I'll get it wrong. Why? Well, I feel like I won't make sense. Why? I feel like the people around me would judge me. Why? I don't feel safe. And there's your agreement. Through that process of breaking down why, you will come across a simple statement such as, I don't feel safe. So at an early age, you may have taken inward that it is not safe to use your voice. It may be hard to unravel what memory actually told you this, but it's never just one memory. It's a ripple effect, and it keeps rippling throughout your life. So once you find that one statement, you can then break it down and find the opposite and find the false evidence behind not feeling safe. Find the truth that has been hidden, the loving truth, and rewrite it with love. For instance... I didn't feel safe. There was a lack of safety. You can rewrite that by saying, it is safe to speak my truth. It is safe to speak my truth. And through repetition with words, which is affirmations, such as I am safe, and actions through self-care and 
actually going through with that statement and speaking your truth when those triggers come up, you will build a new agreement within your mind. And that's the beautiful thing about repetition. Over time, a beautiful symphony will start to occur within the body and brain. The human mind will do what the human mind is made to do. Adapt, change, mold, evolve. Scientifically, this is shown through the process of neurological pathways being rewired. Spiritually and mentally, it's shown through the releasing of letting go of that agreement and stepping into a more easeful state of being where there is no more anxiety or fear holding you back from speaking your words and going through with actions. So what I've been learning so far is that it's all about repetition and it does not happen overnight and that can get aggravating. I think for me that was the most aggravating thing, you know, I would I would stay in for a couple nights in a row and I would journal before going to bed. I would meditate. I would go within my mind and walk through my childhood and that's uncomfortable. Have you ever walked through your childhood again in your mind? Ooh, that brings up a lot and I had no idea. It's like it's going back within a past life almost it feels like. You're like, wow, that was life. I went through that. That's all that life felt like at that time. And from there, you're able to show that inner child compassion. Wow, no wonder why I didn't feel safe. That's all I knew life to be. And through that memory recall, you can rewrite those agreements by seeing how life was and forgiving yourself for maybe feeling not feeling safe or not feeling loved. And say, it is not your fault. And talk to your inner child. It's not your fault that you didn't feel loved. It's not your fault that you didn't feel safe. No wonder why you didn't feel safe or loved or accepted. Because this happened. I forgive you. I love you. And I thank you. And I'm going to take the wheel now. And I'm going to rewrite this for us. It's a really powerful process I'm learning. Um... But again, it takes repetition and it's, it's not easy to go within your mind and recall those uncomfortable experiences and not all of them are uncomfortable. I've been walking through my child, I've been walking down memory lane with my inner child for a good month now and it's been bringing a sense of ease into my life. Yes, it's been bringing up a lot of suppressed emotions. You know, sometimes I'll recall a memory and a couple minutes later, I'll start crying about it. And that's exactly what your body wants and needs. Don't resist that. Your body doesn't want to hold on to all this. But it's very intelligent and it stores energy and it stores memory and it stores emotion. So you need to give it moments to breathe and release, and let go, so you can make room for what you actually want to accomplish in life to come in. So far, I've been learning it's literally the most beneficial thing to do, is to find those subconscious agreements, because we don't get what we ask for, we get what we believe, and if we believe that we are not worthy of a certain number in our bank, or a certain type of love, or a certain job, a certain type of success, 
if we don't believe that we can accomplish that, then you will just be running in circles and hit roadblock after roadblock until you go within, find that belief, find the false evidence, and then rewrite it with the loving truth. Because at the end of the day, we came into this world as pure souls. And since life is a school, everything that was taught and put upon us may not technically be ours. Those beliefs may not be yours. They just may be someone else's. And they may be coming from someone else's fearful, insecure state of mind. And I don't know about you, but I do not want to go throughout my life holding on to someone else's belief. I want to create my own and let go of what may have been put on to me. So that's what my life has been consisted of, honestly. I, you should see my notes in my journal. It just looks like a big blob of arrows and maps and, and Y's and, and circles of, of those simple statements that I may believe. And if I'll be vulnerable for a second, which I feel like this whole podcast, I'm vulnerable, but if I am being vulnerable, some of the beliefs that I have found within my own subconscious mind that I believe are, I am not lovable, I am not worthy, and I don't trust myself. It's really powerful to finally come to terms with the darker parts of yourself. And that is why people have a hard time going down this path because it is really hard to come to terms with what you actually may think and believe about yourself. You want to stay blind to the fact that you may not fully love yourself, to the fact that you may not actually feel worthy about the success you're trying to call in. But I can tell you that once you get past that fear and once there's a voice loud enough in your head that says, doesn't matter. I know that those beliefs aren't mine. I may feel them, but it is my responsibility to move forward with life creating new agreements and new beliefs. And the coolest part is, you're doing yourself the biggest favor by changing those neurological pathways in your brain to actually step into the person that you want to become. And from that, you are able to come about life in a different vibration, in a vibration of love of security of worthiness and when you go on to teach people what this life this school is about and how to live in it you will teach them from a place of centeredness of ease of love and that ripple effect alone can help heal the collective in ways that you could not imagine when we heal ourselves we heal others when we feel love within ourselves we help others feel love. When we shine authentically, we help show others that they can shine authentically too. It's a big ripple effect and it's your responsibility, but it's the greatest responsibility ever because your life is in your hands. And when you release this victim mindset and take responsibility for how you feel and then change it, you'll realize that it's the most liberating and powerful feeling you may ever feel. And I am currently in the process of doing that. I am nowhere near. And there is no point of being done. That is also the, the hard thing to come to terms with. Where, like I said, change is the only consistent thing in this world. 
So we're always going to be evolving and adapting and changing and coming to terms with new triggers that may come up and new beliefs that we need to rewrite. But once you accept that, you hold no more resistance and you're able to flow through life and bring a lot more ease. I want to offer you a challenge. Moving forward, if you feel an uneasy or uncomfortable emotion come up within you through a conversation or a situation with someone, I want you to remember it. Maybe write it down in your notes exactly how you felt and why and what made you feel that way. What triggered that emotional reaction within you? And later when you're alone, and create the time and space to be alone because that is an act of self-love. So when you are alone, think about it. Journal on it. Write down what triggered it and ask why. Why did that trigger that emotional response? And then keep breaking it down. It may take a couple tries. And the biggest thing is just keep giving yourself love. Do not get aggravated. Because to enter our subconscious mind, you have to get past the ego. And that's really difficult because the ego is constantly in a state of trying to protect us. That is why people don't want to come to terms with what they may believe about themselves because their ego says, that protects me. That belief that I'm not lovable protects me from getting my heart broken. When really that's just false evidence. That is just what someone else may have told you or may have shown you. So I challenge you to inquire deeper and keep asking why and get to that core belief and then rewrite that core belief. I am not lovable to I am lovable. I am not worthy to I am worthy. I don't deserve love to I deserve the fullest form of love that life could possibly give to me. And with that, I'm going to close out this episode. Remember that you are your own best friend. Give yourself love, a pat on the back, be proud of how far you've come, and keep showing up for yourself. Sending all my love to you, (laughs) and I hope you have a great rest of your week, day, month, year, life, because you deserve it. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you again soon.